0: Guys, it's good to be with you on a Tuesday afternoon. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seville show. Thank you kindly for joining us. Work in the phones, work in the DMs, um, work in the text messages, and work in the actual um, talking on the phone. I don't know if a lot of folks still utilize uh, iPhones, droids, smartphones to actually speak into the phone, but I do... I do quite often. Um, There's something to be said for having a conversation, um, and you can even take it a step further, a FaceTime conversation with someone on the other line. Um, I get a lot of the information we do for this program through actual phone calls or FaceTimes. Um, Thank you kindly for joining us. I encourage you to take a look at the screen for the topics we're going to cover today. The first topic on the show was provided by a friend of the show um, who we have tremendous respect for um, Kelly Jackson. She has, uh, what, 17 Panera Breads under her uh, purview, um, a, a uh, new franchise that she's launching in Northern Virginia, um, Dave's Hot Chicken. So she knows business inside and out. Her family knows business inside and out. And she said, how about this topic for the program? What business does Charlottesville need but it does not have. That topic is going to be on the Tuesday edition of the I Love Seville show. Um, Personal property taxes and real estate taxes are due today. Reminder to pay your taxes. The fees um, on those taxes, if not paid by deadline, are substantial and accrue quickly. So that's a friendly reminder. Also an indication or a reminder that tax increases no matter where you are in the economic spectrum, are regressive and never progressive. I know folks position tax increases as progressive tactics, but I have yet to find progressive, tax, uh, progressive outcomes through tax increases. Um, I know folks speak about school reconfiguration and increasing taxes for improving schools and the infrastructure around middle schools in the area. But look, if it takes six, seven, you know, five, six, seven years to build and improve the school, you're going to push out a lot of folks on the financial margin in that period of time by increasing their taxes through gentrification. Just a friendly reminder i like to highlight on today's show, I want to talk on today's program, which local businesses, I want your ideas, if you would be so kind and gracious, to offer your answers and your ideas to this show, what local businesses are best suited for 2024 success. What does this area need that it does not have? How would you use technology to launch a new business? Those topics on the program. I want to talk Albemarle County versus the city of Charlottesville. Which of these two jurisdictions is primed for the most success and why? I'm going to ask the astute, the dapper, the intelligent Judah Wickhauer that question on today's show. Judah came up with this idea, to build or not to build? Next year's dilemma. You got interest rates that are high. You got a throttled workforce. That workforce is expensive. Land is high. The lending environment is brutal. Do you wait to build? Do you wait to see if the conditions change? <coughs> that topic on today's show. And how about the letter to the editor from the Charlottesville high school substitute teacher? Did you read some of that, Judah?
1: Oh yeah, it's.
0: Uh... Very telling. Are we on two shots so they can see your uh, your your handsome mug over there?
1: I think it's especially telling coming from a uh, coming from someone who's in the industry, someone who's a actually in there teaching and learning what it's like in the schools, even as a substitute teacher.
0: She had seven years of actual teaching experience.
1: Yeah, and is now working as a sub for the schools and at says, Charlesville High School. And says that it's. Uh, it
0: doesn't seem like they're actually, they're, the words are, are suited to action. She straight up called out the superintendent. Yeah. Straight up called superintendent. Um, <clears throat> I, I want to choose the words carefully here. I mean, she put her name on the story.
1: She basically said that she thought that he was just saying what he thought people wanted to hear.
0: She she Take the
1: pressure off by telling him what sounds good.
0: She said, Superintendent Gurley, Dr. Gurley, I don't believe you. She said, Superintendent Gurley, what you are telling parents at these listening sessions is BS. And this is a substitute that has seven years of actual teaching experience. She said when she came in on her first date to substitute teach, she came to the, uh, to the school and was greeted by no one. Yeah. She did not have a key to open the classroom where she was teaching within. Mm-hmm. She was not told where the bathrooms were. She was not given Internet access and got no guidance or protocol on unruly behavior from students. I mean, that's the foundation of what you need for teaching success. The letter to the editor in the Daily Progress today from Dana Ainsworth.
1: It sounded like she couldn't do her job. Without Internet access, she said she she couldn't even get the slides that the that the normal teacher had left for the class.
0: It was a damning indictment, a damning indictment, from (laughs) substitute teacher Dana Ainsworth, published in the Daily Progress, a letter to the editor. We know many of you do not have a Progress subscription. We will paraphrase and offer perspective on what was highlighted in this letter. But if you want to go on a one-shot so they can see the headlines on screen, then we'll weave you back in. This is a topic provided by Kelly Jackson, and we want you, the viewer and listener. I, I, I want to reiterate this. I would like, Judah would like for you, the viewers and listeners, to provide us the topic matter or the subject for the show. We want to crowdsource content from you to make the program better. Our DMs are always open. And most of the time, we will weave these ideas into the show. Uh, we'll talk about that, this topic, um, to start. What business does Charlottesville, Virginia, or the Charlottesville and Central Virginia area need that it does not have? This is a challenging question to answer. And why this is a challenging question to answer, it's it's the... Um, there's a book that's been very um, influ- influential to me, or on me, and it's, it's called E-Myth Mastery. If you're a small business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work with entrepreneurs or small business owners, if you aspire to be a, a business owner, if you like to read, the, the author of the book is Michael Gerber. The title of the book is E-Myth Mastery the essence of the book is to work on your business instead of in your business. And when you work on it with this aerial view, you're able to see it holistically and push it and position it and influence it into the direction of profitability, of sustainability, of scalability. Work on instead of in. I referenced that to start the show because answering a question, what business does Charlottesville need that it does not have, is challenging because we live in the ecosystem. We're smack dab in the middle of the Charlottesville area, and we don't necessarily have that aerial or bird's eye view to offer perspective on it because this is our day-to-day life. So what we will take, Judah and I, is maybe perspective shared from travels, uh, my family, uh, the experiences we've had from going to different places. Judah and his family, experiences they've had from going to other places. Perhaps you, the viewer and listener, as well. The experiences you've had from going to other places and bringing those experiences to Charlottesville to highlight what we're missing. I'm going to rattle off a few, and then we'll weave you in. Why don't we go to the food and beverage route first? about an Irish bar? Mm-hmm. I saw this on, uh, on uh, Reddit a few days ago. How about an Irish bar? We're a town that has one of the most restaurants per capita in the United States of America. And we do not have an Irish bar in our backyard. Tin Whistle did a good job of filling that void. Yours truly, Judah Wickhauer, Maggie, Lauren. We came up with the name Tin Whistle. Did we not, Judah? Yeah. We designed the logo, Tin Whistle Irish Pub, as part of our advertising agency services, the services we provide, you know, a lot of folks, a lot of businesses. How about an Irish pub? How about just a pub? And there's a difference between bar... And nightclub and pub. I'm a pub kind of guy. Yeah. From an experience standpoint, anyone surprised we don't have a top golf type of situation? Top golf crushes it wherever it's at. Golfers galore here. Anyone shocked there's no top golf? I'm surprised. No top golf. Viewers and listeners, your thoughts on that question, Judah? We weave you in on a two-shot. Businesses that Charlottesville does not have that it do, that it needs and may not know it. Some of your ideas.
1: Well, a couple that I've come up with are um, like a rideshare organizer. We've got uh, you know we've got an issue not not as bad as some places may have, but uh, but anybody that's driven in rush hour traffic knows that uh, we could. Certainly use less uh, less vehicles on the road. <clears throat> and I think if there was some way to organize neighborhoods, like, hey, uh, I've got, uh, you know, how many of my neighbors are going into uh, Charlottesville from, from say, Waynesboro or from Crozet? And if we're all heading in relatively the, the same direction, why not save gas? Great idea. And get, you know... Get some of these cars off the road and, uh, you know, clear up space. Uh, Get everybody to where they need to go and save everybody money.
0: Great idea. We'll get that lower third on screen. I love that idea for the first one. Um, One of our favorite viewers and listeners, Carly Wagner, highlights McGrady's and the fantastic experience from that Irish bar and the community losing a, a staple in McGrady's. McGrady's in the footprint of, of where Dairy Market is now. Yeah. I mean, McGrady's was fantastic. Yeah, Their buy one, get one free cheesesteak special was oh. damn good. Scott Roth did a phenomenal job with McGrady's. Sincerely mean that, Scott. McGrady's evolved into the first location of Three Notch Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Dave Warwick and, and George and Derek and Scott took... McGrady's to 3-Notch and then 3-Notch exploded from Preston that it needed a new home. Yeah. It went to Ix. Ix is exploded. Mm-hmm. This team purchases the Wild Wolf Brewing Company location. George leads that charge, Dyke with Wild Wolf Brewing Company purchasing that location. So 3-Notch has a epicenter on 151, aka 150 Fun. I believe they have locations in Richmond, Harrisonburg, and Virginia Beach. I've heard through the grapevine. They're active for um, the auction items at Champion Brewing Company. Mm. Champion Brewing Company over there in between the downtown mall and Belmont up for auction. Mm. And they're very active in pursuing the items in that auction and or the space. The word on the street. Um, Kevin Yancey, Carly Wagner, Juan Sarmiento. Welcome to the program. Um, Juan Sarmiento highlights Pro Renata. Um, Juan Sarmiento highlights Mexicale and their success, potentially. Um, Carly Wagner says a batting cage would be great. James Watson says a family indoor-outdoor games batting cage laser tag climbing wall go-kart destination. Juan Sarmiento responds to James Watson and says, like a Dave in Busters, James Watson, amen, brother. How many moms and dads watching this program say, goodness gracious, there's not a a lot of things for our kids to do in the Charlottesville area?
1: It's very true. What
0: is there for kids to do in the Charlottesville area? Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that I would think of is actually outside of Charlottesville.
0: Think about it. The Charlottesville area. Good point. <laughs> Charlottesville at Moore County. What is there for th- for kids to do? It's a skate park. You got a skate park, skate park, weather dependent. You got some putt-putt golf mm-hmm. owned by Wendell Wood's brother on Ryo Road, weather dependent. Yeah. You got a bowling alley. Bowling ain't cheap. You guys been bowling lately? Not in years. Go bowling with four people. Bowl two rounds each with shoe rentals, a pitcher of beer, and an appetizer. You're over a hundred dollars. Yeah, over a hundred dollars. And if you don't play your cards right, you won't even get a lane rental. Top Golf, Dave Varell, and Outer Banks 100% agree. A Top Golf would crush it in Charlottesville and Albemarle County. With the wealth we have and the amount of golfers locally, top golf would crush it. That was the number one thing in on my list a top golf concept mm-hmm. in Charlottesville and Almaro County would absolutely crush it. James Watson, do you remember back in the day? I've been here since uh, Mozzie, 100%, Mozzie Vogler watching the program. She says, there is not much to do, especially for teenagers i don 't my, my wife and I and our family oftentimes taken our, our our boys to like a brewery, and I think that 's for selfish reasons for Mom and Dad and not for the the benefit of our boys. One of them's one years old, so we hope to god he 's sleeping the other one 's five and a half and probably spending time on the tablet when we go to a brewery. James, do you remember and viewers and listeners, do you guys remember that epicenter that was um behind where the Lowe's and and Chick-fil-A were. I think that was Woodbrook Drive. I've been here 23 years. My first few years in Charlottesville, this must have been like 2000, 2001, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006 in that area. There was a batting cage, Hmm. an arcade. I believe they had go-karts, James, did they not? This was behind where the um, Rio Hill Shopping Center was. It was a pretty significant area. Yeah, James says I can't believe that place went out of business. What was the name of that spot, James? Viewers and listeners, can you help me out? This was 20 years ago, maybe 15 years minimum. Behind Rio Hill Shopping Center, I think it. I think that's Woodbrook, right? Arcade, batting cage. Go karts. It was like this epicenter of stuff for kids, and it went out of business. It's across from where that spa and uh, spa place is, or that skin. What's that skin place called over there?
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. You Botox, Judah? Are you Botoxing all the time? You Botoxing. Let me see it, that forehead. Every can, other day. Let's get a close up on Judah's forehead. Can you? <laughs> Judah, can you can you raise your eyebrows? Can you not,
1: do this? Not, not with the Botox. Can you do this?
0: The eyebrow? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you wiggle your ears? I can't yeah. wiggle my ears. Can you?
1: I can, I can independently raise my oh, eyebrows. Oh, I can't do that. I've always wanted to do I that. Can, He's I can individually wiggle his my ears. eyebrows.
0: You're, you are wiggling your ears. You're wiggling your ears and doing your eyebrows at the same time? No, no, no. I, can I you do that? Wiggle your ears and do your eyebrows at night. No, I, I can't do that at the same time. Oh. Man of many talents, this Jew to be with I can also touch my my nose with my tongue. Ah, Vanessa Parkhill, you're right. The Queen of Earliesville helping us out here. She says, the place you're talking about near Lowe's was called Planet Fun. It was on Berkmar Drive. Uh, Vanessa Parkhill, well done, VP. Queen of Earliesville, you're 100% right. She says, signature signature medical spa took over the building. Vanessa, damn good stuff from you. I'm going to respond to her. Let's give her some props. What are the props we're going to give her? Dr. John Shabe, the owner of Pro Renata. You watching the program, John? John was not a huge fan, and and I listened to the viewers and listeners. We listened to him. He was not a huge fan of the sound box. He said it was very distracting when the sound box was played, when we gave the round of applause. What is our new move to give viewers and listeners props besides we say we give them props? Just go like this. Sure. All right, VP, you're right. Signature Medical Spa took over the spot. It was called uh, Planet Fun. Anyone shocked that Planet Fun went out of business? Yeah, Mozzie, she says Signature Spa. Carly says Signature Medical Spa. Kevin Yancey said there was putt-putt and batting cage, but there were no golf carts. It was on Burkmar Drive. James, you're right, the skin and laser spa, Signature Spa. Um, were there no go-karts there? I could have sworn there were go-karts there, Vanessa. Mozzie, were there go-karts? Carly or James or Bill, were there go-karts over there? I remember visiting that as a college-age guy mm-hmm. and having a lot of fun. So maybe that's our first question. Maybe that's our first answer to Kelly's, Kelly's question. John Blair i will get to your comments. Trey Barham, I'm going to get to your comments. What does Charlottesville and Alamo need that it does not have? More for kids to do. More stuff for kids to do. That's not tied to screens, screen time, and it's not tied to alcohol and booze. It's tied to kids off screens and kids potentially exercising and doing something active and not being couch potatoes. Yeah. If E. Cheese? Well, they suggested a Dave and Buster's.
1: Is that? I don't know how much that is for kids. Is it, Dave and uh, Buster's is kind of like an adult yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. I my uh, uh, my cousin and her her husband and two kids uh, were telling us over uh, over lunch in California that uh, they had gone to Chuck E. Cheese and it was incredible. They said it wasn't the uh, the greasy dark. Uh, dungeon that they remembered as kids but uh, actually a great place for the kids
0: and and lots of fun for everyone I will say this to Chuck E. Cheese and the Dave & Busters they have very much arcade components but I think there are variations of the games for instance um, what's the game called where you're rolling the ball and you're trying to throw it into the holes I think that's Skee-Ball Ski ball Ski ball is fun. Yeah, ski ball is great. How about the, the the two basketball hoops where you're competing against somebody in rapid right. fire jump shooting? Yeah, that's great. How about air hockey? How yeah. about a uh, a driving range or a long you know a top golf type component
1: for kids? That'd be fun. Well,
0: I mean, just let them. What whack, we're describing would work for balls. the kid at heart for adults. Yeah, go karts. Anyone shocked? There's no go karts around here. Bumper cars? Bumper cars? Charlottesville seems to have a problem with, uh, I don't know,
1: with, uh, I guess, getting enough, uh, getting enough people coming to uh,
0: specialty places like that. Really? Why do you base that on? And I'm going to go to Twitter, Facebook, put your comments in. I'll put them in the feed here in a matter of moments. Why do you base that on? Ginny Hu, welcome to the program. Ginny Hu, I'm going to get to your comments here. Deep Throat, I mean, I'm going to get to your comments.
1: First of all, there's the fact that, uh, what was it called again? What was that, uh, Planet
0: uh, Fun, Planet Fun, that
1: closed. Um, what is it? Uh, <clears throat> the uh, The place in um, the place behind uh, behind Outback Steakhouse um, the, for for kids. You know what I'm saying?
0: Bounce? Talking about? Yeah, no, not bounce. Bounce Play and Create still there. Steve Belcher. Yeah, maybe that is one. it is. it bounce, Steve play, and create? Monique of the owners of the Happy Cook? Steve previously owned Bounce. Yeah, interestingly. Uh, uh, Steve sold Bounce to the former legal in-house counsel of Segura Solar, hmm. and now the former in-house legal counsel of Segura Solar owns Bounce Play and Create. Hmm. Um, what was that? What you were referencing? Yeah, is that still going? It's strong? still there. It's still there.
1: Because I think they sold it because it was. Uh, I mean, that may have had that may have had a lot to do with COVID. Oh yeah, they got
0: rapids during COVID. Yeah. They got absolutely ravaged during COVID. Bounce, Play, and Creates had a number of different owners in my time of uh, being in this community. Um, Vanessa thinks that there may have been go-karts in the beginning of Planet Fun on Woodbrook. Um, Neil Williamson highlights land prices and zoning are one of the reasons we don't have these type of things for kids. And he's right. And yeah. this could put the next headline on screen. Then Deep Throat will get to you. Ginny will get to you here. Not the next one, to build or not to build. Okay. Put to build or, or not to build on screen. James Watson. Gosh, you viewers and listeners are so smart. James, I appreciate your, your stuff, to your comments today, James. I mean that. Carly, I appreciate your comments. You guys are top five, top ten Viewers and listeners on the program, James Watson says it may be hard to get zoning approval for that tower that Top Golf has. Also, it's expensive land acquisition in Albemarle and Charlottesville, but it's a good idea to bring a Top Golf here. James, you you you've made the shows better today, dude. I mean that. Let me, I'm gonna I'm gonna thank him on the comments here. Thank you. Um, to build or not to build? Uh, let me throw this to you here. Who would build anything? In Charlottesville and Almaro County, save, except for high-dollar apartments. Hear me out. Right now, December 5th, 2023, I can say this with confidence and conviction. Prices for land in Charlottesville and Almaro County right now are the highest they've been in Charlottesville and Almaro County history. I'm sure that's true in a lot of places. I can say this with confidence and conviction. Right now, December 5th, 2023, the cost of labor to build something on the most expensive land in Charlottesville and Almaro County history, the cost of labor is the most expensive it's ever been in Almaro County or Charlottesville history. Third, third, the interest rate environment. While not the most expensive, I think the most expensive in Almaro County and Charlottesville history was October Rates have dropped a little bit. Commercial development's tied to prime, a few points above prime. Prime's dropped a little bit. October was its peak. I'll say this with confidence and conviction. The lending environment, or the interest rate environment, to build projects where you're having to finance debt is one of the most, one of the most expensive environments in Charlottesville and Almaro County history. I'll take it a step further. The political climate, the political climate in Charlottesville and Albemarle County, the most arduous and the most, the most difficult needle to thread, perhaps in Charlottesville or Albemarle County history, except for maybe the months after August 12, 2017, when it was just crazy, crazy town, when it was just very vulnerable, the, uh, the uh, um, how would I characterize it? The mood, uncertain, yeah. mm-hmm. uneasy, for for rightful reasons, for rightful reasons. So you add all these elements. I
1: mean, it was always difficult to build in Charlottesville, anyways. Right? now, you've got now you've got uh, money is tough. Well, not even and that. even get a loan. Try finding a loan. I was going to talk about the fact that now you've got a, uh, a magnifying glass uh, scrutinizing every you know every potential you know project project, yeah. I mean, we've got right now what, uh, I think uh, UVA was going to build the Verve, some type of apartment complex. Uh, I could be wrong, but what uh, Charlottesville uh, City Council defers two big rezoning projects near UVA. Um, The first project is located at the intersection of Stadium and Jefferson Park Avenue. The proposal is to build the Verve, a 12-story, 1,500-unit apartment building. It's not gonna happen and of course the other one is the one that we know about that was going to go in place of the truest uh, bank and those are you know potentially you know potentially more housing for people in Charlottesville something that we desperately need how are you gonna get uh how are you gonna get okayed for something that's not that and like I said there's A magnifying glass on everything you can't uh you can't even suggest something without two or three different sides both all
0: complaining about their own uh their own problems with a project judah wickauer dropping dimes third lower third if you could put on screen third headline local businesses best suited for 2024 success let's go to comments deep throat deep throat's a top three commenter and viewer and listener. We got, the, we got the heavy hitters out and about. John Blair, a top three we're getting to next. Deep Throat says, we need a high-tech concierge primary care service like Forward. You can find it online at goforward.com. Wait time for a PCP here is insane. Canada's got nothing on us. I'll add to this. Moms and dads watching this program. Have you noticed, and I'm not throwing shade, I am not throwing shade here, I'm just highlighting something from personal experience. As someone had a sick a sick son or daughter lately, and as someone tried to get into pediatric and associates, either in person for a visit or on the phone to talk to someone at their various locations... Getting someone on the phone at Pediatric and Associates right now, or getting in-person time at Pediatric Mm. and Associates for your sick son or daughter, Mm. it is, pun intended, painfully difficult. And I'm going to tell you, when your son, your sons, in our case, or your daughters are sick, And unhappy, and not sleeping, and in obvious pain, and it's breaking on your breaking your heart and pulling on your heartstrings, not being able to get time to see a doctor, a nurse, or getting on the phone with somebody that you trust, your primary care provider for your children, is devastating. It infuriates, infuriates you hmm okay he makes the concept the comment of of a concierge medical he also says this deep throat we need a no bs academics only private school like basis which you can find online at enrollbasis.com. i have friends with kids there no lax state they do not have a lacrosse state championship but the kids are miles ahead of other kids in public or private schools here on core academic competencies, and they do it affordably. (laughs) Deep Throat also says this. Perhaps we need a right-word-leaning news outlet. He says, now that freestyle has closed, a winter sports or ski shop is needed in the area. I have no place to get my skis tuned here. I spoke to the owner just before they closed, and he claimed they were making money, but he did not want to recommit to a long lease renewal for personal reasons. Hmm. Uh, I know the previous owner of Freestyle. I know the story well of why he closed. He was making money, but he also saw the future of of e-commerce and digital cannibalizing much of what he was doing with brick and mortar. So the margin was getting thinny, thin, thin, Thinny, thin, thin. He highlights the batting cage as something that's needed for the area. Let's go to Ginny Hu on Twitter. She says, I don't know that we need it, but my son has said several times he thinks an indoor mini golf with a glow-in-the-dark option would do well. Maybe link it with something like laser tag. She also says, Not Irish, but Lord Hardwick's had that pub feel. It was like cheers, and you never felt like a stranger when you walked in. She also says it also needs to be affordable for families. We paid $120 over Thanksgiving for four people to go to an escape room. That's why Decades is so great, the arcade. It's extremely affordable. $120 for the escape room over Thanksgiving. That ain't cheap. Mr. DL, welcome to the show. Thank you for watching. Ginny Hu is going to be live in studio tomorrow on the I Love Seville show. Neil uh, Williamson shares a link to the Free Enterprise Forum on how algebra could enlighten Charlottesville's affordable housing mandate. I (laughs) was reading that earlier today. Vanessa Parkhill agrees with Deep Throat. Vanessa Parkhill on Facebook says, I agree with him. A concierge medical service 100% would crush it. Sarah Hill Buchensky, SHB is a top 10 viewer and listener. The only direct primary care I know of in the area is Blue Ridge Family Practice in Crozet. Definitely need more of those. I want to highlight is Rebecca Downey watching the program? Dr. Downey, you watching the show? She's legit. I'm going to her Facebook page. Rebecca Downey. Someone tell Rebecca Downey I'm giving her some props. She owns Charlottesville Direct Primary Care. Rebecca Downey, Charlottesville Direct Primary Care. She's legit. Right over here off the downtown mall. Dr. Downey's legit. Someone let her know I'm giving her some props. Bill McChesney says, Try Centerra's Velocity Urgent Care on the corner of East High and 10th Street and Locust Avenue. Kevin Yancey says, How do every town, county, and around us have the foresight to build indoor batting cages with rentable one-on-one sessions for training or performance improvement, but we do not? Carly Wagner, You may wait in the office physically for more minutes than you want, but Dr. Bruce Campbell is where the family PCP is at. He will get people in whenever you really need it. So we're talking about Kelly Jackson's watching the program. This is your topic. Kelly, Kelly, A lot of folks are saying we need an epicenter for family fun, KJ. Something like Planet Fun that used to exist on Woodbrook that had batting cages and putt-putt and go-karts and bumper cars and arcades. Something to do for kids. Water park would be nice, too. And KJ, you would be passionate about that because you've got daughters yourself. A water park. Let me throw this to you guys. Has anyone been to Bush Gardens or Water Country USA in Williamsburg? I've been to Bush Gardens. I grew up in Williamsburg, Virginia. My, pa- my brother and I are um, sons of entrepreneurs and business owners. I talk about this all the time. We would spend so many days in their accounting firm, their bookkeeping CPA firm, in the copier room. We were trapped in the copier room. And eventually we probably yours truly, me in particular, annoyed our parents so much they needed to find alternative methods for us spending our time in the summer. It was not working in the copy room. They bought us a Euro, uh, Euro Splash Pass. And a Euro Splash Pass gave my brother and I access to Water Country USA, and Bush gardens, we, for multiple consecutive summers, were dropped off in the morning at like eight thirty am at either Bush Gardens or Water Country USA, and we were picked up at like six pm after the end of day, and we were just told to stay within the confines of water country or bush gardens where we would meet friends, ride roller coasters, do the slides, chase girls eat food, try to sneak some beers from the beer gardens at Busch Gardens when no one was watching, and just get up, get into tomfoolery and shenanigans. I was always into tomfoolery and shenanigans at yeah. Busch Gardens or Water Country USA. Would parents feel comfortable doing that now? Would you feel comfortable dropping off your 14-year-old at 8 a.m. at a theme park and not picking up your 14-year-old till... 6.30 p.m. At a time when there were no cell phones. And we didn't check in from 8 p.m. Till six, from 8 a.m. till 6.30 p.m. We didn't check in with our parents. We were just told we had to be at the pickup spot at the gate at 6.30 p.m. I want you to think about that. That was 10 and a half hours unsupervised as a 14-year-old at Water Country or Bush Gardens.
1: Yeah, we had great, <clears throat> great spots in Maine and southern Maine, too. Aquaboggin Water Park, Funtown, Splashtown, USA.
0: Splashtown.
1: Palace Playland. Palace Playland. I mean,
0: it was great having all those options. What do kids do? KJ, there's an answer for you. Stuff for kids. It's not tied to screen time. Yeah. Let's go to John Blair. JB, 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 John Blair. Charlottesville needs a more accessible, branded interior decorating. Oh, He says, Charlottesville needs a more accessible, branded, interior decorating business. This is true in most cities. There are plenty of middle class people who have lived in a home for 10 plus years who would like to see a refresh, but do not or cannot afford the cost of traditional interior decorating. There's a market there if people can make it work. He also says, I think you're right about Top Golf. Big market is available. There is also no local paintball spot. There's a demand for that as well. John Blair says this. Please consider asking the viewers if they recall Starbase Alpha, a long-ago laser-tag spot in the area. That's good. That was before my time, I believe, John. So this is a question for Bill McChesney. This is a question for James Watson. This is a question for Vanessa Parkhill, for Sarah Hilbuchensky, Marquise Johnson. Que pasa, amigo? How are you? Welcome to the show. Johnny Snow, Johnny Arnalis, Betsy Nugent, Ryan Dunn, Neil Williamson, Olivia Brantz, Woody Fincham. Albert Graves, Kirk Snead. Do you guys remember Starbase Alpha, a long ago laser tag spot in the area? Laser tag is the bee's knees. I was looking up uh, uh,
1: the fun Planet Fun. Yeah, and uh, I, somebody's saying that they thought that uh, Starbase Alpha was owned by the same family as uh, as Planet Fun. Who's that? Who's saying that? Someone on,
0: uh, on... Online?
1: Yeah.
0: Huh. Why would that close? Or do they just sell out? I mean, kids ain't going to Fashion Square Mall to hang out in the food court and chase girls while eating slices of Sabaro pizza. Man, that was like the real deal. You get dropped off at the food court. Hampton Coliseum. I grew up in Williamsburg. Get dropped off at the food court. Have some Sabarros. Get a soda, a walk around, check out Foot Locker, go to American Eagle, Abercrombie and Fitch, check out the J. Crew and Gap, all while like looking and trying to chase girls. That was so fun. Kids don't do that now. I feel like mm-hmm. an old man, don't I? Kids don't do that now. Is it just that those places weren't making a profit anymore?
1: Did people stop going? Whoa! Well, pe- I think the it- internet
0: killed them. Uh, not
1: just the internet. Could it be what you're talking about? Would our parents just afraid to drop their kids off somewhere, and so in and so mm. because of that, they're mm. like, "Well, I'm not going to sit around at Planet Fun for five or six hours." What? Why not? I'm using it as an example. Not that I wouldn't. I'm just saying that if you're if I you're afraid to, if, if you're afraid to drop your kids hours? off for for any amount of time and have them run around, run around without you then what's the alternative that you go there with them how many parents want to spend half a day or longer at uh, at some place like that
0: I think we're just in a different era Vanessa Parkhill answering John Blair's comments Yes I remember that John Blair Vanessa Parkhill says highlighting the uh, starbase alpha Vanessa Parkhill also says That back in the day in Dairy Market, there was a paintball spot where Dairy Market is now. I remember that. It's called the Splat House. Mm. I remember as a first year at UVA, when rushing the Phi Kappa Psi fraternity, we were taken on a rush function to the Splat House. Also, if memory serves correct, there was a laser tag. A laser tag business where Dairy Market is now.
1: I think we used to have a lot of this stuff. I'm looking at this one guy talking about uh, all the things people wish Seaville should have have been here and gone: a drive-in theater, a roller skate rink, an ice rink,
0: obviously. Obviously, paintball, keep going. Paintball on Grady Avenue. Yeah, that's where Derry Margot was. Splat House. There used to be pool halls in the area. The
1: dollar Dollar Movie Theater? Yeah. That was awesome. I yeah. used to love that place. Starbase Alpha. There was a mall game room uh, and, and obviously Planet Fun,
0: and it's all gone. Right. Why did it all go away? Did they all go away because the consumer of these businesses were pre-teens and teenagers... And now preteens and teenagers are grossly punch drunk with social media and smartphones. Is that why they all went away?
1: I mean, those places exist in other
0: towns, don't they? Axe throwing, Ginny who says. Oh, yeah. There's axe throwing in uh, occasionally pro-Renata. Yeah, I've heard about that. Dr. John Shaves got a spot. Is that what's happened? That the customer base for all of these laser tag, paintball, go-karts, planet fun, batting cage, it's now punch-drunk pre-teens and teens that are addicted to smartphones and don't lift their face off screens.
1: I don't know about that. It may have they may have just become un, uh, <clears throat> unsustainable, uh, in terms of you know. We talk about somebody mentioned one hundred twenty dollars to go to the uh, Jenny did to the, escape the, room. The escape room. How much would uh, how much would a day at uh, at Planet Fun be nowadays? How much would a day of roller skating be? I remember. But ro- when
0: we went to the mall, when we went to the mall most of the time we didn't even spend any money besides a slice of Sabaros and a soda. Slice of Pep and a soda. Yeah, It was at the mall, to be at the mall, to be seen and to look and try to talk to girls. Now, maybe that's what caused the demise of these businesses, that we all, the malls look crowded, but it was a bunch of people not spending money. It was there just to watch and look and be so- social voyeurs, if you may. Could be. James Watson says, laser tag and planet fun probably went out of business because those type of family-owned businesses take over every aspect of someone's life. I'm not a chain business guy, but chains may have a better chance of longevity with all encompassing entertainment businesses. Perhaps. I mean, look at the, I think he makes a good point. I will mention this live on air. What are the chains that offer this type, what are the businesses that offer this type of fun now? Top Golf, corporate chain, franchise. I believe you could franchise Top Golf. Um, Dave and Buster's, yep. corporate chain. Chuck E. Cheese, corporate chain, right? Yeah. What am I missing?
1: I'm sure a lot of things but that we don't know about that are in other parts of the country. Um, Does Scooters I mean, fall into that category? Scooters? Scoot- oh, scooters. Hmm, definitely not for kids. <laughs> well, honestly, not.
0: Sorry, I digress, I digress. Sorry, on Hooters. What was their, their tagline at one time? I'm such an idiot, I'm such an idiot. Hooters tagline at one time, it was such a clever tagline, it's always resonated with me. What are the most famous taglines that you remember for brands and businesses? Hmm. One of the most famous ones, Nike. What's their tagline? Just do it. Just do it, right. What are some other famous taglines that you remember? Hmm. And then I'll tell you what Hooters was. Always stuck with me. Other famous taglines that you remember, Judah?
1: Famous taglines? Come on. I never really followed taglines. Famous Uh, taglines? The happiest place on earth? Disneyland. Okay. Okay. What else you got? Um, quality never goes out of style. Which one is that? Uh, is it Harley Davidson?
0: Is that a diamond is forever? I don't. Is that De Beers? The De Beers. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I actually got it. There That's... are some things money can't buy. For everything else, theirs theft. MasterCard The ultimate driving machine Is what? Um, The ultimate driving machine I don't know BMW Uh, You're in good hands with Allstate There you go What's in your wallet?
1: Oh man, I should know that Um,
0: Capital One Capital One Snap, Crackle, Pop Oh yeah that's Rice Krispies. There right. you go. um I'm loving it. Fing- I'm loving it. You know what that one is? Yeah. Finger licking good. Do you know uh, that one? Yeah, that's uh, KFC. KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> this was Hooters. Our wings are good, but our breasts are the best. That's
1: okay. always that's always yeah. stuck with me.
0: For some reason, mm-hmm. such a child. I'm such a child. Um, Lauren Keswick says, Dave and Buster's. We need a Dave and Buster's. Neil Williamson highlights the highest and best use. Dave Varel highlights one of my favorite taglines of all time the ice cream of the future. You know what that one is? No, I don't need Dip and think- Dots. Dippin' Dots has been the ice cream of the future for 50 years, Dave Varell. 50 years it's been the ice cream of the future. I know you're watching this program, my friend, and doing that (laughs) chuckle that is so contagious and that I love absolutely being around, Dave Varell. you got a wonderful family. The ice cream of the future, Dippin' Dots. Damn good comment from you, DV. Damn good comment. Dr. John Shabe watching the program. It's not just about food or beer. It must have that entertainment factor and things for kids to do. Time is so limited for everyone. Family time is more important than anything else. There is a new, larger playground coming to Pro Renata just for that reason. Nice. Often, in- oh, that's a great one, Curtis Shaver. Often imitated and never duplicated. You know that one? No. It's Come on. vaguely familiar. Often imitated and never duplicated. Who is that? You know this. Ric Flair, the nature boy. Oh. I, he wasn't big when I was watching. Rick uh, Flair's always big, often imitated, never duplicated. You want to give the uh, Ric Flair call sign?
1: Oh, man. Uh, wasn't it like a yell or something? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ow! Something like that? Yeah, there it is. Juan Sarmiento, Schaefer Beer used to have the tagline the beef too have when you're having more than one. Low. No. The beer. Where's the beef? What,
1: where's the beef? You remember that? You remember the where's a the kiss beef? This
0: begins with K. You remember Olivia the, Branch. You remember Love the where's you. the beef lady? Yeah. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? This bud's for you, Olivia Branch. Where's the beef? Delightfully <laughs> tacky yet unrefined. More than a mouthful. Carly, which one was more than a mouthful? Oh, man. Uh, Carly Wagner says, Hooter tried to open Seville locations for years, but they would not let them. That's true. Andre Xavier, businesses that offer value are the ones that will survive. Now more than ever, consumers will look for value-oriented business. A lot of truth to that. There is a lot of truth to that, Andre Xavier. In fact, I'll throw this out there. There is a... Um this is unfortunate. This is unfortunate. This is unfortunate. I'm... I'm, I'm Starting by stipulating this is unfortunate, so I can't be taken out of context for this. But there is some restaurant fatigue happening now. And the restaurant fatigue is around the expensive nature of dining out. You take a family of four, I've highlighted this on previous shows, for example, you take a family of four to Chick-fil-A, and you're dropping sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. You take a family of four to a quick serve restaurant and you're spending 70 plus. You take a family of four to a window pickup restaurant where you're going in, you're ordering from register, pick it up for a window, you're sitting down, you're looking at 80 bucks. My, I want to put this in perspective on Sunday. My wife, myself, our five-and-a-half-year-old, our one-year-old who just picks off our plates so he doesn't count, mm-hmm. my father-in-law, and my mother-in-law. So it was here's who ate food and order food. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law, me, my wife, four adults, and one five-and-a-half-year-old. So you can say four and a half, four adults and a five and a half year old. We went to Tavern on the James after cutting our Christmas tree at Foxfire Christmas Tree Farm. This is our tradition. Foxfire Christmas Tree Farm in Buckingham County. Chop it down. Try sawing a tree with a handsaw that's dull and hasn't been used in a year since the last time you cut down a tree. It's going to take you 20 effing minutes to cut that tree down. You're going to get your, 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 your tight J. Crew jeans that you love dearly, soggy from the mud, from the rain, from the night before. You're on parallel to the ground, prickly needles in your face. Sap is getting all over your fingers, dripping on your nose. You're like Clark Griswold. Anything you touch, whether the magazine or your wife's hair, is ripping and getting everywhere. Your jeans are soggy. The damn saw is freaking dull. You're trying to hack a Christmas tree down with your five and a half year old and your one year old, who look at you like you're their hero, seeing you struggling mightily as the left side of your clothes and your body are getting soggy wet, and you're hoping to God you can get the tree halfway saw through so you can bend it over and effing break it instead of finishing the sawing job you finally get the tree on the top of the family explorer, you drive the F out of Foxfire Christmas Tree Farm and you go to Tavern on the James for a couple of cold ones, a steak and cheese, a burger a chicken sandwich, another burger, there goes Sean Tubbs and a grilled cheese with fries for your kid. What do you think the tab was? Tavern on the James My father-in-law had Four and a half people My father-in-law, four and a half people. My father-in-law had two Stellas. My mother-in-law had two house Chardonnays. My wife had two Stellas. I had two juicy IPAs, a grilled cheese and fries with the kids. And each of us either had a burger or a steak and cheese. Carly Wagner, pretty damn close. How much do you think the tab was? Well, it was probably $60 just for the
1: drinks. So I'm going to have to say... uh... And we
0: obviously, my father-in-law picked up the tab. I love you. Big T. I I'm love you, say big T. One fifty. A lot more than that? Two hundred and forty dollars. Wow. Two hundred and forty dollars. Wow. Steak and cheese, two beers for me, fries. Two beers, father in law, burger, two house chardonnays, burger special, mother in law. Burger special, two beers, wife, grilled cheese, water, son, $240. bucks. is bananas, and I'm not throwing shade on anyone here. I'm just talking about, and it's the restaurants having to price these things at these price points just to make a living yeah. with, with rent, cost of goods, labor, shrinkage, marketing, payroll, everything. There's mm-hmm. fatigue going on. Yeah, no doubt. That's not, why Andre Xavier <clears throat> says it's the value proposition of – how would you say it, Andre? You still watching the program? What was Andre's comments?
1: I think we're becoming more uh, jaded as well. I don't know that <clears> – <throat> I'm not saying that this is happening anywhere in Charlottesville or the surrounding area, but I'm sure most everybody watching has seen images of, of like at the bottom of your receipt at a restaurant where it says suggested tips – and the percentages are giving the wrong amounts. So, like, they, they'll say, you know, 18%, but if you actually do the math, it comes out to, like, 24%.
0: Well, we also have to, and we got to be careful, because the haters that watch the program here could use this as ammunition for their keyboard muscles. You, do you tip on tax, or do you tip on the bill pre-tax? Because the tax in the area is like 11.5%. What's the tax, Andre Xavier? Johnny, your analysis told us this before. The tax in the area is 11.5%, 12%. Let me see. Viewers and listeners watching this program, help me with this this answer. So do you tip pre-tax or tax, after tax? I, usually, I mean, I usually just tip on the total amount. I tip on total amount, too. So in that canary, that scenario, you're tipping, and I tip 20 percent, I always tip 20 percent unless the service is bad. I remember utilizing uh, working at Ruby Tuesdays and Barracks Road to pay my way through UVA to help cover the cost at UVA.: yeah. So I, tipping 20 percent on the total bill is tipping 20 percent on the 11 or 12 percent additional of tax. Carly Wagner, um, I'm the same here. Andre Xavier says businesses that offer value are the ones that will survive. Now more than ever, consumers will look for value-oriented experiences. 100%. 100%, Andre. Carly said she's a family of five. It's so expensive now that she does not order food. She eats her children's scraps. Yeah. Children's scraps. $240 for Tavern on the James. Two hundred forty dollars. Juan Sarbiento, We ordered Chipotle for the family to go. It was a little over one hundred dollars, and they got the order wrong. Wow. Oof. It's it's there's going to be consumer fatigue here in F and B. Deep throat. The only place I really got sticker shock was Five Guys. I took my kids to an eye doctor appointment in the middle of a school day, and they begged for burgers. Five guys was right there. Two burgers, not the minis, two fries, two shakes. Tax tip was $60. bucks. i am I'm, I'm totally with you there. He I, said, I would not have eaten that dog doo-doo if you had paid me, but if there had been two parents there, yeesh. I uh, I got out of getting a haircut right across
1: the street from there in uh, barracks and thought, hey, I'll get a burger. <coughs> walked in. I was expecting, you know, I think the last time I'd been there, uh, one of their regular burgers was eight or eight dollars or under. I walked in. And I think it was like twelve or fourteen bucks for a burger. Just turned around and walked back out.
0: <coughs> I mean, and, and Carly says. The city and the county are both asking local sales taxes to go up 1% to pay for school construction, which is so frustrating because the county passed up 60 free acres for Northern High School as a proffer from Brook Hill under the claim they don't need a new high school. Kevin Yancey says 5 bucks for two slices of bread, slice of cheese, and 25 fries. I want to highlight this for the viewers and listeners When we make eating out at even entry-level places so expensive through the increase of taxes at a time when cost of goods, the labor market, and the rental market are obscenely expensive, all we're doing is creating the gentrification of experiences. Mm -hmm. How a son and daughter, or in our case, two sons, or in maybe your case, a couple of sons and a daughter or two daughters, whatever your family dynamic is. How our children will learn to mature into young adults is by being positioned in these environments. And we start, as parents, positioning these kids, our kids, into environments like, you know, Jack and Jill's, Riverside, it's, La Michoacana, Lazy uh, Parrot, Tavern on the James and I'm hiding locally owned businesses. Chick-fil-A, for example. Pro Renata. Yeah. Patch. Patch has got a great experience. Andre, you're doing a damn good job at Patch. We first start with businesses that offer approachability and for kids and comfortability for parents where we don't feel we're being judged by other patrons and or businesses that have large spaces where we can compartmentalize our rugrats or our hellions away from the normal population. And that's how we teach them or show them the right ways to act in public. Civilized. Manners. Yes, ma'am and no, sir. If we raise taxes across the board, to fund school reconfiguration projects, all we're doing is creating the gentrification of experiences. Not only are we going to push residents out of the area, today's real estate tax day, today's personal property tax day. How many people got stung by paying taxes on their cars or their trucks or their houses and are like, Jesus, this is thousands of dollars at times of ridiculous hardship. Raise your hand in the air if you're in that position. And, and that's all happening at the same time they're talking about raising the sales tax, which is just going to create the gentrification of experiences and keep kids from maturing at the clips they should.
1: And at some point, raising taxes is going to net you less money if people are not going out and spending on things that are taxed, which is similar to what uh, Neil, Neil Williamson was talking about in terms of algebra uh, with, uh, with building. If... Uh, if the if the laws that you enact uh, prevent the things that you want to be built or prevent the things that you want to be sold from being built or being sold, then in the end you end up with
0: less. There it is, Derek Bond watching the program. The owner of Mo's on Ivy Road. I love Mo's on Ivy Road, Derek. We should get Mo's as a presenting partner of this show, and we will send thousands of customers to Mo's. We can utilize trivia questions to give away gift cards. We can talk about your, your, uh, your, your family pack. That's $40. Fantastic experience. Thousands of customers we can send to your location on Ivy Road, and it would come at a rate and a price point that is ridiculously affordable you, for you that will yield 10 to 15 times the ROI on, on the output. Mark that down, DB. Mark that down. Happy to chat with you over a cold one about that. Today's show was damn good. Real estate and personal property taxes are due today. How many people are paying their personal property and real estate taxes today and saying, good Lord, this is so expensive. They've raised the taxes so much on me. To Judah's point, I'm not going to be able to go spend in another, another way to support local. And if you don't go in another way to support local, what does that do for job loss? And the horribly unfortunate snowball effect it'll have is then if it creates retail, uh, retail tax loss, sales tax loss, then they're just going to have to raise the house tax and the property tax. Because they got to get the revenue from somewhere. Because governments in Charlottesville and Alamaro County know only one way of running their jurisdiction. And you know what that way is? Tax and spend. Spend more. F that. F that. I'll talk about Albemarle County and the city of Charlottesville and who's primed for a, a, a more success in 2024 and 2025 tomorrow. We'll talk about the Charlottesville High School substitute teacher letter to the editor in the Daily Progress. A substitute teacher gives a firsthand perspective on what it was like to be a substitute teacher at Charlottesville High School in a letter to the editor. She had seven years of teaching experience. She went to the high school to be a substitute because she wanted to support the high school in a time of crisis. No administrator greeted her at the door. She did not have a key to her room. There was a line of students waiting for her at the door, and they couldn't get in because she didn't have a key to unlock it. She was not given the password to the internet. She was not shown where the bathrooms were, and she was given no instruction on how to manage unruly behavior. And this was a substitute with seven years of teaching experience, Judah.
1: Yeah. Who's currently actively uh,
0: learning how to combat exactly what Problems are in the schools. There it is. Can you put it on the studio camera? You were damn good today. I'm going to give you a flying chest bump. You might want to move that chair out of the way because this is going to come with vigor. Uh, studio uh, camera. Hold on. Flying chest bump. You got to push this bad boy back. Get this bad boy back here. All right.
1: All right. Uh,
0: okay.
1: Stop.
0: There goes the studio camera. Plug the studio camera got unplugged. Tuesday edition of the I Love Seville show. You're going to plug it back in? I think I just broke the studio camera. Is the studio camera broken or is it still working? It'll still work. i will have to re. Uh... Are we off air right now? No.
1: We're on air. It's great to be with you.
0: Thank you for watching the program. For Judah Wickower, I'm Jerry Miller. So long, everybody. Oh.